all members of this conversation shall be shall remain nameless, but we started reminiscing about old times, college times, and you know, I I either as I think I've said several times on this podcast, I have the memory of a goldfish, so I've either forgotten it or maybe I didn't know some of these stories. So that was pretty fun. And one of them was about any random uh, person that may or, I may or may not know. It could be anyone in the world. Uh, he lived with these three other guys, and the three other guys came home, and they were like, man, what the fuck? Like, there was puke everywhere in the living room. This, this was... Pre, this was like, you know, peak uh, college uh, kegger kind of uh, days. And um, he's, he's laying on the floor, spuke everywhere, and he says, there was these two guys, they came in, and they drank all the beer, and then they <laughs> threw up, and then they ran away. <laughs> They're doing it. <laughs> the instinct to just lie. I don't know. Yeah, Try right, it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Try it. Yep. Now, if you could, it would be a hell of a prank. Like if you if you actually could pull that off, you know. But because who's gonna believe? It? What's he? Well, what's he doing the whole time? He's just going. Well, no, 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 don't do that. And they're just pour, they're drinking glass after glass right. of beer. <laughs> and it takes hours to drink all the beer too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, right. another one. Hey, Come on. hey, stop, stop it. Hey, stop it. They'd open one for me and I'd have to drink it because then they'd open me another and I just can't, like, what am I going to waste it? Like, All right, well, that's the last one. Then you got to go. And then what happened to him, though? Why was he on the floor? Like, it all happened like a Tasmanian devil came through and he was like, whoa. Ben, that's how drunk they got. I got contact drunk off of it. I got contact drunk, yeah, yeah. I had to drink it so they couldn't drink it to get drunk. I did my best, guys. I'm a hero. Not all heroes are capes. <laughs> Well, these guys were wearing capes, but <laughs> yeah, why not? Why not just say they're wearing fucking capes too? <laughs> yeah, they were. They rode on an elephant. And they dismounted and... and they rode out on a different elephant. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's that's so. And where's our elephant? I told you. They... Uh, as loyal flap listeners know, uh, this is a podcast where four brothers talk about deities. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a theo- theology uh, podcast, and we're gonna get uh, we're gonna get deep. We're gonna get balls deep in some gods mm-hmm. today. Yes. Um, in fact, as opposed to the normally the other way around. <laughs> right? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. For once, we're fucking gods. About time we turned um, the tables there. Yeah, I want to, and I, I want to specify this uh, as this will come up. I'm talking about gods, and I'm leaning on that plural because we're talking about more than one god. We got we got gypped. We started in a stupid monotheistic religion. Monotheism, polytheism is so much cooler than monotheism. Um, first of all, it's more creative and more colorful, like the world that you want to read about. You want to read some mythology. You don't want to read about they had one god. Boo. You want to read right. that they have a god of the harvest, a god of this, and they have different personalities. It's like the real world up there. Ah, it's wild and fun. Um, they're all having sex. Yeah, they're all right? fucking all the time. Um, mm-hmm. Polytheism is more useful because you can explain stuff. There's a god that did that thing. Not one god. It's like, oh, come on. He didn't do also that, too. He didn't like make your toilet still keep running. Um, speaking of which, it's more profitable. Um, your toilet tank doesn't work. Well, you run down to Ace and 
pick up a new flapper valve and also a little shrine to Lupito. Oh, who's Lupito, the god of plumbing? No, Lupito is the god of lesser plumbing mechanisms. So see, (laughs) you really sell this shit. You know, you got a whole, there's a whole big thing and you can sell, 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 baby. Okay, you're getting into a whole, you're getting into a whole thing I have about dominions. And we're just going to get right there. Okay, the Christian, the whole Christian pantheon sucks. I say pantheon because you got a couple gods. You got God, God, and God. But also, <laughs> also you've got all the saints. But instead of them being like, e- like equally like in charge of something, God's like the ball hog who's like, no, I'm in charge of everything except boring stuff. You can be in charge yeah. of a uh, right. You're the patron. You're the patron saint of lost thimbles, and you're the patron saint of sewer drainage. Like <laughs> all the bullshit. <laughs> So let's talk some pantheons. Main ones I want to hit. I want to hit some North Panth. Uh, I want to hit some Norse gods, some Greek gods. Uh, definitely do some Egyptian gods, and maybe dip into uh, a sweet uh, a sweet spot I have for the uh, Cthulhu slash HP Lovecraft gods. Um, but let's start. Let's start where I think it, they just they just get to the point. No no bullshit. This isn't a car salesman you're talking to. Let's go Norse gods. The Norse gods okay. are great. They're all brutal. Their uh, their dominions are very simplistic. It's like god of thunder, god of steel, god of ice, god of death, god of death by ice. Like uh, mm-hmm. it's it's it hard gods for a hard people, you know. And Who's hard? I love. Oh, sorry. Oh, there it is. Just <laughs> <laughs> sitting over here in my trench coat. Uh. Yeah. Um. And I like I like the North Panth- Norse pantheon because like uh, the stories from there are like. What they would call it, clever dealings. Like, well, Thor had to cut a dwarf in half. Like, <laughs> I feel like that's uh, that's what you get in this. What do you guys feel uh, about this? Like, uh, about this group of guys? Is there anything that draws you to them? I like the, I like their their deal is um, you know about fighting valiant, valiantly in battle, and that's the way how you get to uh, you know the heaven, the uh, Valhalla, which is just like a big drunken party, which is also like. Uh, right. What's heaven like? You know, you drink mead and hang out and tell stories of battles, talk shit, stuff with your buds. <laughs> so yeah, the Norse gods, um, Greek gods. This is Marvel movies plus Animal House. This is superheroes <laughs> who are just partying and drunk. I think the the general dominion of the Greek gods is drunk tales told while drunk. It's like, oh my god, I got so okay. drunk, I turned into a spider, and I bet this woman I could weave a bull. Oh, I need a drink to tell you the rest of this. Like, like that's every like Greek story <laughs> I've ever. That's every like you know, a, a story of like the heroes of Olympus. Um, it's definitely the horniest set of gods. That's that's for sure. They're the horniest ones. Um, I, I took Corey a, a class in college. I took a, a it was like Classics two twenty two was the I name took of the that class. As well. You took that too. The teacher mm-hmm. we had, she introduced it as uh, the alternate title is "Who Screwed Who" in two two two, because it, it was uh, like Greek and Roman mythology, and it's just about how they're constantly fucking each other. Um, so I learned that in college. So <laughs> fucking. You want know to really love? True. Um, when you put that together, where you're like, okay, they. Uh, their god, all their gods were doing is screwing, just round the clock. You know, you know, he fucked her. He turned into a bull and fucked her. Uh, she loves yeah. fucking bulls. Like Those are some this, cool moves. She's like, "What? I fuck a bull." Um, <laughs> so they're all they're doing is fucking. But also, this was the the time when uh, we people were looking at the heavens and they're like, "Oh, these stars don't move, but these do." Oh, that those must be the gods. So they're like, "See, <laughs> see those two stars touching? They're fucking." 
Those two stars. <laughs> those two stars are fucking each other you, when they touch. You see those stars that look like a tit? <laughs> cool, huh? <laughs> <laughs> see that red dot next to him? He's fucking him. <laughs> That's yeah. He's Zeus. He's the yeah. best. That's why he's in the tits. Well, it's it's fun and exciting at when you when someone kind of gives you the the quick cliff notes. Uh, this person fucked that bull. But to be honest, when when it's a high school assignment, you actually have to read that shit. Have you ever actually gotten into it? it it's so fucking dense. It, it's it's not as fun. It's not as fun as it sounds. Grant, what's your? Uh, I mean, Grant, you took uh, you took history two 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 classics two twenty two classics. That there it is. There it is. Classic. Classic. Class that no longer exists because they've changed all the numbers, so that knowledge is completely and utterly meaningless. Exactly. <laughs> and it still is in my stupid brain. Yep. That's what? why Grant, are, Grant and I are learned scholars. Mm-hmm. <laughs> learned scholars. <laughs> I may not remember anything from the class, but I remember what number it is. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much the same here. Uh, yep. Moving on, another pantheon of gods that's worth bringing up is the Egyptian gods. I love the Egyptian gods. They are... Uh, put, a, put an animal head on it. <laughs> put a bird on it. It's the Etsy of pantheons. <laughs> <laughs> I love... I love the division of their dominions. It's it's more like, um, oh, that's thought. He's the god of sorrow, and this is said. She's the god of periodic flooding. Like they're a little more <laughs> intangible. The things that uh, uh, they're the they're like the emo god. They're they're everything's right. just a little. They're, they're, the it's emo all feelings. Pantheon. It's all feelings. <laughs> it's gonna slowly flood. <laughs> <laughs> they're all just again. Shoot. They're all just sandal gazing. Yep. I'll be honest, Seth, you're kind of a downer. Oh, you build all these great monuments. Yeah, those are our tombs. <laughs> it's a graveyard, pretty much. So, we got Borbo. We stole Hayoka. Uh, we've got to hold the heck. Uh, we've, we're on our way to our own pantheon. We're going to need more than three characters to sell uh, once we buy all the G.I. Joe molds and repaint them to look like our gods. That's true. So, well, we just need one mold. We, exactly. <laughs> Um, and if we could all come up with one paint scheme, that would also be cost saving. Uh, but we'll get to, we'll get into that during the creative meeting. And since these are modern gods, I thought these should be modern gods for modern times. Uh, uh, so I I thought each of us should come up with a god and at least come up with like a name, its earthly appearance, and a uh, preferred method of uh, worship. I believe. Does anyone have a god that they want to maybe uh, share with the the rest of the class? So uh, we were all tasked with coming up with gods in different domains. That way we don't presumably step on each other's divine toes. Divine toes, so, exactly. Uh, I was tasked with coming up with a god who uh, is an old god, but he has been repurposed for the modern time. So Apollo, Greek and Roman god of music and really like 700 other things. Really, Apollo is like, is the mortar god where it's just, it's everything else, everything else. We figured out all the other things and Apollo is the god of everything else. Right, Uh, right. Not getting a whole lot of play these days, not a whole lot of worshipers. So in order to to keep that up, he's had to change, he's had to change his persona into, uh, he is now known as, DJ, it's party time, god of wedding DJs. <laughs> <laughs> and he's, it's very clear he is not DJ party time. He's DJ, it's party time. <laughs> DJ party time is a different DJ. That's a different DJ. Don't go to him. <laughs> Don't worship him. 
Don't worship him. He's DJ It's Party Time. Hey, Apollo. Hey, man, my mom calls me that. Man, it's DJ It's Party Time. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Exactly. So his earthly appearance uh, is the play button of an iPod. Uh, so anytime you see that, that you were looking directly into the deep cosmic, uh, eyes of, of DJ, DJ party time. Party time. the way you uh, worship him is by playing any one of his favorite songs like Cotton Eye Joe, Sweet Caroline, <laughs> or that one song where the guy tells you all the dance steps. Yeah. <laughs> Those are his favorite songs and you do him, uh, him. honor. You do him honor by by playing them. If you displease him, then Sandman comes out and sweeps you off the stage. <laughs> it's an Apollo joke, folks. Oh, there were there were bonus points if uh, there was any like relationship to Borbo. Yes. As... Okay. He uh, Borbo being Zeus like and related to everyone. Uh, he is Borbo's stepbrother. When Borbo's father, and I'm sort of getting I'm uh, world building here. When Borbo's father Borobus. Moved in with Karen. Uh, he became stepbrothers with Karen's son. DJ, it's party time. Formerly known as Apollo. Fuck yes. I <laughs> uh, had like spiked hair and kind of a mullet. Oh, fuck. DJ, it's party time. I love uh, I love this this old guard god who like abandoned his pantheon and joined ours and like he's like no nah, I already got all the statues you just got to put headsets on them. You just put some mm. headphones and some sunglasses on him, and people are like, uh, "We switch over from Apollo to DJ. It's party time." Yeah, it's it's, it's a pretty easy, it's pretty seamless transition there. Um, I'm definitely gonna take it back, y'all, for, uh, <laughs> for <laughs> DJ. It's party time. Uh, I think this is a worthwhile god to uh, add to our our, our pantheon. Um, uh, how about Matt or Ben? Did either of you guys uh, come up with something that we can bring in? Yeah, Grant, you're you're close there. Um, I think this might be kind of like where you have a Greek and Roman overlap, mm-hmm. but they didn't quite get the story right because uh, my God is the God of gods, the Father God, and in uh. fact is the Father of Borbo. Um, so while that doesn't take any legitimacy from everything you said about uh, TJ, it's party time. Uh, as far as like once we get into the relationships and, and the well, backstory. the thing is like, in my village, he's called Borobus. In your village, he's oh, okay. called whatever you say he's called. That makes and sense. he definitely moved in with Karen for those six months. Uh, that may not, <laughs> you know, he did other things too. He did other things too. And there, those things are the things that you're about to talk about. Yeah, his friends were telling him it's too early to move in together. But uh, I think back to my childhood and was like, did that Borobus guy really move in with us for six months? I, I, I think it happened. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> my god is a, a Zeus-like father of, uh, of all gods, powerful. Um, his name is Kroc, K-R-O-K, the god of good times and great oldies. <laughs> <laughs> he's the father god. He's, he's the father of Borbo. and uh, in, in my village, it, it was... Uh, Oh, a, man. It was a thruple marriage with Borbo's sister and a centaur uh, that produced Borbo. Um, but his earthly appearance, you can find the father god. He wears a captain's hat, uh, sleeveless <laughs> under armor, baggy cargo shorts, flip-flops, and he's always got a Coors Light bottle and a 
flap can co- uh, bottle can koozie. <laughs> mm. Does he ever appear in homemade cut off denim shorts? Uh, he has certainly <laughs> been cited in, in homemade uh, denim. Sometimes, uh, if he's doing yard work, that he might actually take his shirt off. He is known to reside in a pontoon boat on the front lawn. (laughs) (laughs) Although sometimes he can be found in garages. He's drawn by the the glow of neon beer lights. Uh, While often mild-mannered, his temper can turn quickly if you badmouth Leonard Skinner. Some of the ways that you... Some of of the epic tales uh, are... Of of his exploits, the time he slayed the seven layered bean dip, <laughs> or the time he made the he kept slaying a layer, but then the layers kept they going just kept back. Coming back. <laughs> they kept refilling it. <laughs> he uh, also made the epic trek out of state to see sticks play at a country a county fair. <laughs> Damn, yeah. the elder gods of sticks, huh? Yes. And uh, the way you might worship him, you know, like I said, you could turn on a neon light. You could, uh, if if you hear, if you turn on some maybe Bob Seger, you might be able to uh, get the Father God to show up. But honestly, could you just get him another beer from the fridge? Is, is that so much to ask? <laughs> <laughs> if, if said beer, and his brand is Coors Light, if said beer is, is, is retrieved... Uh, you can be sure to please Croc. Uh, I was told um, uh, Croc's temple had a certain percentage of party at one end and business on another. Mm. Uh, about a 60-40 kind of split on that. Party up front, maybe. Or no, no, business up front and party out back is how the temple's laid out. I think 60-40 is, uh, is a fair assessment of how the temple's laid out. and yeah, um, that was also what the judge ruled in the divorce. Uh, <laughs> right, <laughs> fucking Karen, <laughs> fucking Karen. Uh, ben, what do you bring into the uh, the pantheon here? Whew. Well, of course, uh, with the Cthulhu mythos uh, uh, or a, a, being assigned a god like that, I mean, it's all madness. So, um, I have uh, Kothog, uh, the god of madness that births self destruction. I mean, you talked about you know in modern times or where we see this this kind of madness that I'm talking about. Um, this is, you know, man, a lot of mankind's darker side, like mob mentality, um, frothing political fervor. This is the work of Kothog. Um, he does it because our self-destruction amuses him. But self-destruction and self-destructive behavior isn't always tragic. Um, the, the compulsive stunt quest of evil Knievel... That's Kothog. When a man lines his snowmobile up to jump over his lawnmower, that Kothog is the one who whispers in his mind, just send it. And he revs that motherfucker and jumps over that fucking John Deere, or not, maybe into a tree. But that video goes viral, baby. Um, that Chinese guy who like chugs a beer while he's filling up a pickle jar with flaming shots and raw eggs, and he lights a smoke off the shot, and he takes a drag and chugs that jar... That's Kothog that's inspiring him to do that. Um, what does he look like? Um, uh, keep In accordance with the mythos, um, he is a vomiting sphincter of tentacles, like an octopus <laughs> perpetually turning itself inside out. Um, it would be maddening if you saw it. So usually his earthly avatar is a businessman in a suit 
unsmiling with kind of blurred two sets of eyes. Like it's, it's awful to behold. And when he speaks in your mind, it's kind of like a whip cracking or it's stuff that just uh, drives the herd to madness. Um, how would you worship a guy like that? Um, well, with fucking blistering guitar solos, baby. <laughs> that drives people to maddening, self-destructive behavior. They hear that shit and lose their minds. Um, that's the dog whistle that uh, drives the herd. Except you can fucking hear it because it's it fucking whales. Um, how does his relationship to uh, Borbo? Ah, they're friends from middle school. <laughs> Just knew each other back in the day? Yeah, they knew each other back in the day. He once stayed overnight at uh, his house. <laughs> Kind of smelled funny. They uh, they they stole some cigarettes and uh, yeah, they've been friends ever since. No, I I, I actually like that. Uh, I I like the I, I like the fact that if I if I viewed his actual earthly appearance, uh, it would drive me mad. And I drew his uh, the apparent earthly appearance, it would probably also drive me mad. Uh, both ways, being driven mad. So he's uh, he's he's kind of like nailing it, uh, knocking it out of the park, uh, hitting it. I'm just saying mm. he's get, he's getting a great review from this uh, from this guy. So um, is he like a like a, a god of uh, viral videos? That's kind of what I'm hearing. Uh, not as such viral videos, but a lot of the behavior that he drives uh, go, goes viral. Um, you might see uh, uh, someone start a fight in court or something like this. <laughs> like this is what the fuck are you thinking? This is clearly going to result in your own self destruction, but. Hey, they can't help it. I mean, Kothog is uh, possessing them, and hey, it makes for some funny-ass shit to watch, so I'll be honest. So when when I and others are doused in gasoline, and I just light that, uh, I flick that lighter, and I'm ready to drop it, that's Kothog driving that, uh, that yeah. behavior? I'm taking you down with me. If you see a guy put a bottle rocket up his butthole and try to launch it out, it's like, Kothog, at work. Right. My, uh, no, I love Kothog. My, the god I bring to the Pantheon is... Um, uh, slightly less, uh, slightly less maddening. I took mine out of the uh, the Egyptian sphere of gods. Uh, so uh, my god is Black Betty. Um, uh, she is okay. the she's the daughter of both a ram and a jam. Um, <laughs> oh my god! Black Betty takes the Whoa. earthly appearance of a uh, a beard headed uh, bird headed bosomy woman in a sensible pants skirt or like skirt suit kind of thing, uh, and she is the patron saint of uh, reasonable streaming quality. <laughs> um, she, uh, Black Betty is most uh, commonly worshipped by sitting on a friend's back. Mm. Oof! And um, and again, earthly appearance, like just like like a striped businessy kind of like you know uh, like like a realtor would wear. Uh, she kind of she keeps she play, she keeps it cool. She's chill. Mm. Uh, and um, she uh, she used to intern for Borbo back in the day. Uh, so she got like, she got a deity like, uh, interning, uh, it's very, it's very like, which one, which one popped out of Zeus's head? Very much like that. Just kind of a dotted line in from the side of the, uh, tangled mess that is the pantheon of everyone who fucked everyone. She has uh, a dotted line to Zeus. She's got a dotted line to Zeus. <laughs> <laughs> it's a matrix organization. It's a little complicated. Right. You'll get it's used to it. It's how we do it. You know, I mean, she's got, she's got four direct reports. It's not, I mean, she's got, she's yeah. got to get those done every week. You wouldn't believe it. If you have, uh. Let's say you have poor internet connection. Right. And you pray to Black Betty. And you... I, I guess I'm trying to understand when you go... What if you go from reasonable to great? Is she, like, passing that off to to another uh, a god who can, you like, like, up your Wi-Fi game from... Yeah, it's, it's reasonable to, you know, online streaming yeah, video games or something. 
a lot of it's gonna a lot of it's gonna uh, depend on the area that you're in and whether or not you've rebooted something or tried to wave it around or move it to another area of the room. Uh, these are all methods of worshiping uh, Black Betty. Whoa. Um, uh, there are times, so she will give you reasonably good streaming quality. That's why it's reasonable. But um, Black Betty, there's a chance that she may go wild. Uh, <laughs> she's been known to, in fact. Uh, and those are times when uh, the, the quality gets a little a, a little less than you want. And like I said, you could do the ultimate uh, the ultimate um, sacrifice to Black Betty is uh, just sitting on a friend's back. You do you sit on a couple friends back, and all of a sudden you're going to be like, "Wow, Fraser looks really crisp when I stream it." <laughs> oh, you just you just have to chant the mantra "Rambalam, Rambalam" over and over. Uh, that does it. Uh, by the time you've done that for like ten or twenty minutes, all of a sudden <laughs> shit be getting crispy clear. As far as the like whole pantheon goes, though, um, did Black Betty have a child? Uh, the damn thing went wild, so we don't. We don't... <laughs> Oh yeah, um, Grant and I, as the two learned, established <laughs> learned members, are shaking our heads. Uh, uh, there's no better place to uh, to wrap that up than on uh, than Grant's uh, uh, Jesus Christ. Yep. Uh, speaking of gods, yeah, I'll tell you what. Hey, little Captain Travis, if you know what we should call our pantheon, email us at freelegaladvicepodcast <laughs> at gmail.com. <laughs> Hey, and uh, to see pictures or of uh, of the gods or of their avatars and be driven mad, uh, you can check us out on Instagram at Free Legal Advice Podcast. And like Grant always says, I love God, and where else can you find God but Twitter? And where do you go Same on place. Twitter? <laughs> at Free Legal Pod. Yeah, and if you like the show, um, worship us. Worship us as gods. It makes this easier for for both parties. <laughs> is that it's so easier. much to ask? Yeah. I should note that uh, this is two episodes in a row that Matt's email line has been stolen. So has he outlived his usefulness? Well, who knows? <laughs> Jeff, tune in next know. time to find out. <laughs> you guys, yeah, you, I can, you get, this is you guys are like testing this. You're trying to elbow me out of the podcast. <laughs> Hey, I did the Instagram wrong. Let me, uh, I said free legal advice podcast. It's free legal advice. So, too late. If you want to see pictures of uh, all of these gods or uh, and to see their earthly avatars and be driven mad, you can find us on Instagram at free legal advice podcast. Oh shit! I did do it right. Never mind. You can leave the <laughs> other one in there. It is free legal advice podcast. I was like, oh, it's just free legal advice. If anyone Never knows what mind. our social media handles are, <laughs> text us. Classic. 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 A classic bit. Episode 18. I'm hearing a, I'm <laughs> dinosaur hearing a robots. robot dinosaur riding Civil War <laughs> limb fusion blood-based TV show called uh, True History. <laughs> true, 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 history. <laughs> true History Warriors. Yeah. Mind-wiping abomination. But uh, for kids, called Ken Burns Sand Raiders. <laughs> Why is it still called Sand? It's a legacy title. It's just oh my it's god, a, a Ken Burns thing. documentary from one of those shows would be great. <laughs> my dearest Martha, surely the end is near, and these may be the last words I write to thee. 
know that I will always love you, and nothing, nothing would make me more proud of our dearest child than if he were to run out and buy every toy that <laughs> he found. The new Appomattox Courthouse <laughs> playset. <laughs> the Appomattox! No, it'd be the yeah. Appomattox Courthouse Action Center. I thought you were going to say... Command Center. If he, I thought if you were, were say, to purchase the entirety of the Antietam <laughs> Battle playset, including... <laughs> <laughs> including including the Antietam Zords. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were going to say nothing would make me happier than if he ran out and bought every Negro slave <laughs> for those Union Devils. Let those, we'll dub it let those beasts loose on our <laughs> yeah. women. Turn internet over.